it's Cody. I just wanted to offer a preemptive thank you to those listening and offer a small disclaimer. This is the first time any of us have done podcast recording, so it took us a little time to figure out our audio and our timing. The first couple episodes are rather long, but don't worry, we figured out our lives a bit by episode three. So after that, there are more suitable lengths. And since the four of us work full-time jobs outside of this, we worried about keeping up with the release schedule we would all be happy with, so we batch-recorded the first six months of episodes before we even started releasing. Thanks so much for giving us a listen, and enjoy the episode! There is a forgotten tale. A tale of heroes who rose from humble beginnings and fought a great evil. A tale of friendship and love of loss and betrayal, but this tale is lost. This tale is not our tale. So perhaps it is a current tale, a tale of a great queen who united warring lands, a tale of the land of dragons, a tale of a would-be hero going down a path of good intention, but ill results, a tale of conspiracy and subterfuge. But alas, that is not our tale either, no. Our tale starts as an echo, a tale perhaps doomed to repeat past mistakes, a possibility that could have never been triggered. Our tale starts with a burdened noble in a field, a grieving man in rough waters, and a loving father traveling a long road, none heroes, none with plans to be so, but plans often fall in the presence of destiny. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Vol for Focus, Campaign 1, Ouroboros. Thank you. I can't say the name of my own campaign name. <laughs> anyway, with me, I have my players. Hi, I'm Mars. Uh, pronouns he, they. I'll be playing the anxious mess that is Rocaine. I'm Cody, pronouns she, they. I will be playing the lovely single dad, Egan, whose pronouns are he, him. I'm Artemis, pronouns they, them. I'll be playing the tiefling sorcerer, Zealous. And surely he'll have a good idea at some point. (laughs) (laughs) And my name's Nee, pronouns they, them. And I'll be playing everyone else in the world. Except Bob. Except Except Bob. Bob. (laughs) (laughs) fucking bob special guest dm to play bob at a later date um it's just me wearing a hat (laughs) (laughs) but it's a fancy hat that's fancy hat fancy hats are good all right so we are gonna pick up right where the prologues left off if you did not listen to the prologue Do not worry, you will definitely get some extra fun out of that, a little bit of how we got here, but everything will be explained. Uh, Long and short of it is, they were normal guys, they were in danger, they got saved by a weird tiefling man. (laughs) Oh, she mean, I fell asleep, or I mean, got knocked out. I almost died. I was unconscious. Look, someone lost an eye, someone almost died. Someone really didn't trust the tiefling guy. Someone really didn't want to hold hands with the tiefling man. And he's running through his life with these weird ass things. Like, come Where he on. just appears. It's like, hold my hand if you want to live. 
Not much explanations were given. They're very confused. And we're going to start off probably the weirdest place I've ever heard a D&D campaign start off, which is with zealous, shirtless, and dripping wet <laughs> opening a door to a recent, recently only one-eyed vocane. Can I open the door? I thought it was locked. It's locked from the outside. Oh! <laughs> from the inside. Outside could be unlocked. Rocaine didn't even notice that it was locked on the inside. <laughs> you, you couldn't have done anything. Yeah, you were, you were, you tried to open it. I'm just saying, like, what if it was locked on the inside? He's sitting there banging against it. Yeah, the he didn't even fucking check. He's just, like, immediately just trying to bust Let me out. out. I will point out, Zealous is the way he is right now because he was swimming and it was storming. So that's why no shirt and wet. <laughs> but yeah, he gonna go over to the door, see that it's fucking locked from the outside, and I knew that, open the door. And then, I guess, Brocane's right there? Yeah, he just like goes to run against the door and you open it. And <laughs> Step to the side if you wanna run into me. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking go falling onto the ground behind you, I guess. <laughs> Shit, are you okay? Do you need a hand? He will offer a hand to help you up. Who? Where am I? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know! I got teleported here as I'm tiefling! I think he just gets up and starts walking away to find, like, an exit or something. He just... <laughs> you offer no help. Yeah, no, apparently. <laughs> how did you get here? He's, he's following after Rocaine. I don't know. How do you not know? Because if he just turns around and just fucking... It's probably all bloody and shit, too. It is wrapped up, but oh, okay. yes. I got knocked out. And then just turns around again and starts walking away. Do you know where you're going? No. Okay, so you're just going to get lost? Probably. Okay. Can I check around the rest of this building? You are more than welcome to check around the rest of this building. I'm not going to go following that guy. <laughs> So you guys have split up already. <laughs> it's not like we're going far. <laughs> In a place you don't know. Well, I don't I, trust him. I'm being the smart one. I'm not wandering off into the oblivion. I'm looking around to see if maybe there's weapons or something and supplies I could get. No, mm -hmm. you see some other worms kind of set up nicely. Um, hurriedly. Yeah. Like someone all of a sudden was told like five minutes before there would be guests that guests are coming. Um, but as comfy as they can. And then you hear some noise coming from where you just came from. And then you hear zealous. Okay. Yeah. I'm head over to the person yelling who I'm assuming is the tiefling. Yes. It sounds just like him. Uh, and now, since everyone's not as dazed, I will properly describe Caxus, your savior. Uh, he Can is K-A-X-U-S. Thank you. Uh, he is a just over six foot uh, tiefling man, a daisy white complexion with 
markings all over him that none of you have ever really seen um, in a deep blue. He has um, all black on. It is a crop top. Um, (laughs) Mesh sleeves on his shirt. And uh, just kind of this long, a little shaggy, but not like in that unmanageable way, black hair. Um, And he is currently zealous next to a Leonin. So yeah, you come up to hear... Caxa's calling, and next to him you see this roughly six foot five Leonin man, goldenrod, tan fur, um, medium brown, fluffy, but not too long of a mane with bright gold eyes that are looking around real confused at the moment. Uh, he's got on just some plain brown, high waisted pants, and uh, at this point, probably bloody tunic. Um, that's kind of a where it's not bloody a uh, cream color and then a sleeveless duster that goes down to about his calves that's an ombre of a medium to dark green and yeah he's he's confused he's bloody it's it's a good time for everybody <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah then uh you see coming up another tiefling this one kind of like almost the opposite of the first one that helped you Mm. he's got really dark 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 inky blue almost black skin uh black hair short messy wet right now um horns near the front of his forehead that are lumpy not terribly large they're oddly misshapen if you have ever seen a coral in your life they look like coral kind of shapes He's he's six two in height, currently just wearing a pair of old brown pants with the cuffs rolled up because he had been swimming, and he's got a shortish shortish tail hits about knee length with a large fan at the bottom, and his ears are also more of a fanned fin shape, and he has bright yellow orange eyes, and he's looking confused and a little suspicious and just. Overall, just what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Caxus sort of sighs. He turns around. You you both notice his tail kind of splits into two at the end. Um, but he's just, he's rubbing his hands down his face and he takes a deep breath and he goes, Celis, where, um, Bocane, he's, is he in his room? Still? No, he walked off that way. We'll point in whatever direction Bocane went. Because he's decided he can apparently just find out where the hell he is and walk back to where he needs to be, I guess. Oh, that's not possible. Vocane! Oh, that doesn't sound great. No, Does no, Vocane have his stuff with, like, all of his stuff? No? Oh, shit. You left that in the room, bud. He would have gathered his, at least. Would you have? As delirious as you were? Absolutely. The scarf and the, the dragon statue, at least. Okay. Maybe the sword. But... Oh, the sword wasn't in the room. No, fuck. He needs to find the sword. So, yeah, I think he's just going through each room at that point trying to find the sword. You do hear your name being called in the distance. I like the idea that you walked off, realized you didn't have the sword, and then came back after (laughs) Zellas has already (laughs) stopped exploring the rooms himself. I don't... I feel like he's trying to hide now. Like, he's like, he doesn't trust... Well, if you come out, I can explain everything. Just hiding behind one of the doors with just like slightly cracked open. 
just hear a faint. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm not gonna even have a vol happen. I feel like it just comes. He looks in each room and then he looks at it and he goes, "Okay, Millie, now." Who are you? My name is Caxus. I saved your life, and I need to tell you some things. <laughs> if you leave now, you're gonna put everyone you love in danger. <laughs> Squint, not trusting. Fuck. Okay, you're not supposed to swear. You swear a lot. You can swear for him. It doesn't have to be him swearing. Yeah, yeah I feel like it just he gives off a, a small just little huh before opening the door and just crossing his arms dejectedly. <laughs> he'll he'll play along for now. He'll follow wherever he needs to go. Meanwhile, Egan stayed in the room that Caxus left and kind of looks at Zealous. Do you have any idea what's going on here? No. He just showed up and like teleported me here. I was I was being chased by thing. I I, I assume something similar happened to me. I got taken down by this ink spill of a wolf. And ink spill? It's difficult to explain. It was about the size and vague shape of a dire wolf, but it looked had tenderly black things around I don't know ink spill is the best I have to describe it I've never seen anything like it before are, are you I still just, bleeding do we need to get you like bandages I, or something because he's I, looking I, now at the shirt and hearing Egan having gone down like oh shit yeah. Egan kind of gives himself a little pat down he's like I I think I'm alright I think he healed me when he got me here I'm not sure all I know is those beasts were targeting me specifically Okay. And I don't know why. No, they weren't ink spill wolves for me. They were, they were humanoid things that were chasing me. Mm. All dark and slimy looking. I will need to hear about what was chasing all of you eventually. Uh, he comes back yeah, in the room. And behind him bit. you see... <laughs> it, you see just a... Just, just a five, right. six... This five six guy next to all these six foot. Yeah, it's just a short little little elf boy with shaggy brown hair. Quite goes down to his a little above his shoulder. It's not too long. Uh, he's got bandages around his left eye, uh, a yellow scarf, a blue shirt, and just pants. Nothing special. Uh, he looks very upset. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. And a little maimed. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, just a little bit. Not, nothing just too crazy. Just a little bit. Uh, please, all of you sit down. Um, I was about to say, oh, where? Yeah. <laughs> this place is for the, you to sit. The random pedestal <laughs> room has not been described <laughs> that, to you us. You know what? That's fair. So this room uh, is sort of a wide open hall. It has um, a lot of shelves of books in it, and then at the uh, far end of it is this stone pedestal that has wounds that you've never really seen and carved into it and jewels embedded into it and uh, kind of at the center of it is a sort of longer table with uh, benches. Center of the large room you mean? Yes. Okay. Then, yeah, Egan will just kind of glance between the three and then head towards the table because he's still processing everything. 
he just kind of almost died and is still <laughs> still kind of coming back to himself. Yes. So, before Caxus gets started, I have something to give all of you. Ooh, fancy. Zealous will also go sit down at the table, still dripping wet. I just got a couple of little stones. <laughs> just sitting at the bench and eventually you hear that plop, plop. Yeah, the little <laughs> drippies <laughs> in the water. <laughs> and hand this to Cody. Don't look at him. I'm glad I closed my hand. <laughs> you guys can look at them. Okay. I just didn't want you all to see what you had different right away. But now you can see some of you have different amounts of them. Okay. We were each just handed three little crystals. The colors will change when Sneak gets the right ones. But I have two blue and one red, which equate to two white and one black. I have one blue and two red, so that would be one white and two black eventually. And I have two reds and one blue as well. The blue is slightly larger than the red, so, so I don't know if that makes a difference. I think Ab that's just the things I have on hand. Above board, to describe to you the mechanic. I'm not going to go in every sense of this. Mm -hmm. Okay. When you step on the pedestal with a certain amount of these, the first one to hit will be three. So the next time you step on the pedestal, if you have three of either color, you will be get granted an ability. Okay. From that specific color. I'm not going to say what each of them represent, but you will be granted that. However, they can both be used for other things as well. So it's sort of a resource management game. Um, so things you can use the black gems for, the red currently, is... You can, as a reaction, spend two to grant yourself a reroll. Um, as a bonus action, you can spend one to uh, grant yourself cover behind an ally. Your enemies will have disadvantage to hit you, but the ally you hide behind, they will have advantage to hit. The third thing you can do is, as an action, you can spend three to render an enemy stunned, the DC would be 10 plus half your level, till the end of your next turn. Other things you can do is there are certain spells connected with um, the black gems that you can unlock. I won't say what they are, but like there are like cantrips would only cost two gems, whereas a level... Nine spell would cost like twenty gems, you know that that's mm. kind of the range of things, and mm -hmm. obviously, I'm not gonna let you guys access a level nine Wish. spell if you guys just like at level two being like, I've been saving up, so I have twenty, give me the level not I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I want that clear um now, for the other gems, what they do the white ones, the white ones as a reaction, you can spend two to grant a revol for an ally. As a bonus action, you can spend one to um, move in front of an ally, granting disadvantage to attack them and advantage to attack you. As an action, you can spend three gems to stabilize an ally. Not bring him back or anything, just stabilize him. Though if they were to get attacked again, it would send them back into death saves. Mm-hmm. And then you can also spend to learn different spells or abilities. Um, and those ones are kind of customized to each of you. 
when it comes to the spells and abilities. Well, on the black ones, you'd all kind of be getting the same things. So, yeah, I, I don't want to just give you a list of, like, spells and stuff you can learn. Mm-hmm, but if at any point you're like, hey, we're in a tight pickle, I want to spend two of these to get myself a spell, mm-hmm. uh, cantrip in that case, I, I'd be like, okay, what's your situation currently? I'm going to give you guidance because it would help, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so if at any point you want one, but also keep in mind that you can't... Um, the, the abilities you're getting, um, I'll tell you right now, when you step on the stone, it goes from 3 gems to 5 gems to 10 gems to 15 to 20 to 25. Those are like the big core main abilities that when you step on the stone you get. So if you want to earn those abilities, you'll have to, these are resources you have to keep in mind. Um, you can earn both of them when you step in the stone, like if you have 3 black and 3 white, when you step on the stone, you will earn the ability from both. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just two different things so sometimes you want, might want to invest in more over the others um, those will be mystery what those unlock to you until you, they unlock to you um, then I'll give you what it is and I'll trust you guys to in character have your characters discover that mm-hmm. kind of naturally Okay. because um, I trust you guys as role players oh yeah But yes, from stepping on the stone uh, the first time, and I will give you a little hint above board, your actions kind of earn you these stones. These stones. Um, Your actions, some other factors, but mainly your actions. Um, Is what happened. Like, you all were going to start out with one, but some of you earned two because of your actions in certain things. Uh, in your prologues. So. Actions not just being like physical things, but things you say and yes. stuff. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just our character. Yes. You earn two more by being a little bitch. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. Rose and I got the same type of stones you know we both got two of the black and one of the white so mm-hmm. you were being cocky that's why what am i, I like being cocky yeah. i'm gonna keep, going keep diving back. in yeah. keep dive. fuck the storm fuck my worried friend <laughs> i'm gonna keep diving that's what you were doing <laughs> yeah, so we're both shitty people <laughs> <laughs> at least i was only endangering myself you're being a little shit to somebody you love Again, they told me to run, child. so I ran. So yeah, that makes sense that you two earned extras of the, I'm going to hide behind someone else and get them fucked over for myself, whereas I earned an extra Again, one. I was not putting anybody <laughs> else in danger doing that. No, I, I will know. say, Artemis, yours is for another factor. Oh, okay. Not so much your actions. Okay. Remember when I said there are very rare other factors? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You earned one of those just automatically. Huh. Interesting. Because of secrets. Because uh, <laughs> you're arguing. Secrets don't make friends. <laughs> I don't yeah. know the secret. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes. Uh, I wanted to above board describe that to you and our listeners. Mm-hmm. Now that I've just explained all the boring mechanical things. Uh, and care to... You all sit down. Caxis kind of sighs and goes, 
it's odd. I've pictured giving this speech for a while, but I don't know where to start. What you were attacked by is an evil that's been locked away for a millennia. Your ancestors locked it away, but they knew it was too powerful to stay locked away forever. So they put contingencies in place so that when it started to break free and awaken again, you would awaken. That's why they were after you. They sense you. They sensed your awakening. But what are they? Each creature I've given a bit of a a different name to. They all take on different things. But at the root of it, um, we we call it the I-Core. I-Core? Mm-hmm. That, that's what we called it. It's this... Again, the, it was a millennia ago, and though we've kept notes over the years... You say we. I'm... My ancestor was with your ancestors, not as... A... In the fight, but as a a record keeper of sorts, a a friend that they trusted to to hold on to the information. We were also granted um, through the lines when we get activated. Um, you can always tell. Uh, he gestures to the the markings on him when they emerge. When you're about ten years old, you're sent here. Hopefully to be trained by the one before you, but sometimes, like in my case, there was no one here to train me. And I had to figure it out myself and read every book in this place. And Books are added all the books. <laughs> well, I've been here since I was ten, and I'm not allowed to leave, so. At least not until you activated. Well, that sucks. Sounds like a very lonely existence. <clears throat> I manage. But... That sucks. <laughs> but the simple fact of this is... That... The I-Core corrupts. Um, the, the wolves you were facing, Egan. Yes. They were probably at one point normal wolves. The Icor somehow, whether it be through actions they took, though I doubt it with a wolf, or maybe corrupted water stream, entered them and it changed and corrupted them. That is what the Icor does. But what's the point of doing that? make the world destroy itself, I'd have to assume. 
it's just going to taint the world until it's just nothing but Icor. Yes, that's at least in the text. That's the goal of the Icor to just overtake. And there's some powerful being that they locked away that seemed to be the primary host of the Icor. They haven't escaped yet. Yes. That's a relief. But the Icor is leaking. It is infecting. There could be people right now infected with Icor being corrupted and not even know. Is there a way to undo it once it's started? I have been searching. Um, there are some wound texts that imply there are ways to, to stave it off, to um, to resist it. Not so much undo it, but resist it. Um, you know, good, truly good people have resisted the taint before from certain texts that I've read. And is there a way to see if someone's already been tainted? Any signs, symptoms? I mean, someone acting uncharacteristically, maybe someone who was once a decent man suddenly choosing to deal in backroom dealings or take selfish actions when usually they would not have. Personality starts to change a bit. They they become more worried about the one over the many. But of course that can be hard because if someone was already like that Who's to say? It can be a subtle thing, but from from what I understand, from what I saw attacking you, you all were being attacked by different kinds of Icoric creatures. You were something that had just been tainted, a, a creature that didn't have as much sentience as, as a mortal being. Mm-hmm. Um pointing to Egan when yeah. saying that. E- yes, Egan kind sorry. of like rubs on his throat where he'd been attacked. <laughs> uh, you, Zealous, were attacked by people who died with the Icor corrupting them, but not before it had overtaken them. They were they were dead, but the Icor controlled them from beyond the grave. Oh. And you, Vokane. You have the most concerning of them all. He wasn't paying attention at all to anything. He was just kind of staring off into space and so oh he jumps God. whenever you came. <laughs> That's thinking about, about right. a lot. I, I mean, yeah, he d- while he also almost died, he did get the most maimed out of it. You Vokane, you were attacked by the most concerning of them all. I call them Eichlings. They are people who have fully succumbed to the Icor. You call them what now? Eichlings. Eichlings? It's not the best name, I know. I don't know if they had another better name for it. 
Okay. But they succumbed and they no longer have any of themselves. There are other people who succumb that are strong enough to... They're corrupted, but they still have a sense of self. Eichlings, they are nothing but corrupted beasts. And they weren't like dead people that like got me. No, they were alive when they were corrupted and changed. That's concerning to say the least. I'm about to tell you even more concerning news and reasons why we can't hesitate. Rocaine. Wonderful. They consumed a part of you, yes? He brings his hand up to where his eye was. Doesn't say anything, but... When Eichlings consume your flesh, they can get insight into your mind. They can't track you here, but their goal is to eliminate you. To eliminate the bloodline. So, instead of staying here and training, they'd want to draw you out. By consuming, by knowing some of your memories, they know the people who are important to you, Rokane. And they are at risk. He already has one hand on his eye, but he brings his other one. There's cover over his mouth, just wide-eyed, freaking out at this point. And unfortunately, staying here and staying safe isn't an option because you do have to stop. Their goal is to not only snuff you out, but to awaken and unlock whatever this being that is the main host is. And frankly, we're dealing with a threat that nobody's going to believe us about. Guess I just have to see all the corrupted things and know that's don't yes, don't frame it as some ancient wives' tale, but there is an active blight happening. There is. But those in power don't always listen. It was a issue that your ancestors encountered once upon a time. They were too busy with their own affairs to band together. And even so, you are the ones that are being imbued with the powers to stop the i You'll need support, of course, but it's in your hands. I, I can only guide you with so my knowledge. down at his hand like, yeah, uh, Egan feels very similarly. <laughs> Rokane's still in the same position that he was previously. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much. Hand just, over just... mouth, hand over missing eye. A little bit of speak no evil, a little bit of see no evil. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad he doesn't have another hand to block out his ears. Just wrap your scarf around your head. And <laughs> I, am. <laughs> I am sorry to bring this all down on you. Are we the only ones? There are other descendants, surely, but they haven't been I was about to activated. Say, like, I've got an older sister. Why isn't... Is she not? It could have skipped. It doesn't... We don't choose who is is 
awoken. You all were the ones that the power awoken in. You all were the beacons for the I-Corps. But, but w- w- why us? Like, why not? I don't know. I mean, okay. If you were to listen to Echo, they would likely say something about destiny. Echo. Echo. I'm alone, but I'm... One moment. Echo! And you see kind of through the uh, wall comes this weird like outline of a person not like it's very sci-fi-ish in the way that there is no like firm body it is just an outline we we basically have a projection of a person a projection of a person yes and you hear and their voice echoes off and goes i was once the assistant to your ancestors i'm here to guide your guide. What in the name of aspects are you? I honestly have no idea. I've been here since for, for over 20 years and I still don't know what they are. I have seen much. But I do not know all. I do my best to advise, to give counsel. Texas was right, however. It is a matter of destiny. No one could choose you. Only the world. Couldn't it have chosen more people? This sounds like a pretty big thing for th- three, three of us. Four? Gestures uncertainly to Texas to be handling. Destiny doesn't sound like it's giving us much of a fighting chance, I have to agree. Caxis looks down and goes, I don't disagree. I I'm I was exactly at... a young buck like these two. <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit I was expecting at least the number that your original ancestors had. One one from each of them. How many Maybe. is that? From the records, there were five. I don't know. Totally off. No. I don't know which of your ancestors, uh, of the heroes you are each descended of. I'm in time as we continue to use the stone and it grows in power, and you grow in power, I'm sure we'll start to see who it is your powers take after. Yeah, you're you're gonna have to explain the stone and why I had to stand on that. It, your power had already awoken, but it hadn't activated. It that's not much of an explanation. I'm no. Afraid. Okay, I'm glad I wasn't the only no, one confused totally there. Enough. You were a beacon, but you were a beacon that didn't have a direction yet. We were a lighthouse without the torch lit. Yes. That lit your torch. It it the gave stone. you the power to fight back. Okay. Before you were just defenseless and and a beacon for any iconic creatures out there. Okay. How how did it do that? How did magic rock do that? The your ancestors they knew one day 
that this would happen. They created something to give you more of a fighting chance. Um, they knew perhaps what would awaken would be well-seasoned soldiers, or perhaps they would be average people living their lives. So they imbued some of their essence in that stone. Now, it could come out in all of you in very different ways than, than it ever showed in them. But as you grow in power, more of their power might also shine through in you. How? Why now? What triggered it exactly? My best guess is that years and years and millennia of the locks that were put on the I-Core started breaking. So it started to seep out. And the minute whatever the ancestors did, the, the minute the I-Core entered the world is the minute you were all activated. The minute I-Core was sensed is the minute whatever is in your blood showed itself. I wish I had more answers of the why and the how, and you're welcome to read the books, but unfortunately... Looks at all the books again, <laughs> I have read. And I'll, I'll brush up, because there are some I haven't read since I was 15. Um, but unfortunately, and he moves and he takes out three little balls and he puts one in each of your hands and he mutters something as he does. You're going to have to squeeze those. Egan hesitates for a second. Not yet. Um, Rocaine. Slowly turns to look. Who's the most important person in the world to you? He doesn't answer. Locaine. He's thinking about the person, but he doesn't answer. He he kind of sighs. He's like, "You'll You're have to tell the location. You'll have to tell us the location of them at the very least. Those will transport you to them. That yeah. is where the Eichlings will be going." Egan's immediately just like. Spooked cat, just like for Tufted hearing that. Wait, I thought you said they would only go after our relatives if they ate some of us. I didn't eat. Well, they didn't eat me. They're gonna go after my family. No, they're going after the person most important to Vocaine. Okay, okay. So this won't take me back to my family. No, it'll take you to wherever Vocaine goes. Vocaine will think where he needs to go, squish it, and then yours will. When you squish it, go the same way. (laughs) (laughs) I think when you say... CBT going on here? Anyway. (laughs) Sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. So, like, the moment you say that they're going after the person that he cares more about first, he, like, I think he quickly jumps up, slams his hand on the table, and goes, why him first? There's so many other people. God, he's so okay with his mother and father. (laughs) (laughs) I believe Caxus has already mentioned they want to draw us out. 
I don't know what they'll send. Uh, he hands you each one healing potion. Oh, thank you. Hold on, potion place. I know this is throwing you in far too fast. Wait, wait, okay. You're just sending us off to whoever the hell Rocaine's favorite person is, and we're going to do what? Save them? Defeat whatever's after him? But what do we do How? after that? As, and based on that, they're just going to keep sending things. They... They might... They might, perhaps, after failing their first attempt, be more strategic. The i is not unthinking. You brought us here. Can't you just bring them back here, too? I can't bring anyone but those of ancestral blood here. I have two points of contact with the outside world. Echo, who hardly counts. They are quite literally an echo of the past. And a merchant that sometimes comes and brings me basic supplies. Otherwise, who is that? Where is this place? It's. I've given you a lot of information. It. It's in a safe place no one can find. Unless they've been given the key. You now all, and he hands you something else. Uh, just this little jewel, this little red jewel. Have the key. All you need to do is grip it. Think of this place, and you'll be here. That's how you get back to here. I'll be working on other things, way, ways we can, can stay in contact while we're apart, but... Okay, so Red Jewel brings us here. Ball will take us to Rocaine's whoever. whoever. Yes. Does the ball disappear? Yes, the oh. ball is a one-time use. It's something of my own design. It it it's a, a contented teleport, but it works more on connected motivation than setting a specific place. You have an inventory page? No, that's no. something I had to make myself. Yeah, that was I, the thing. I'm just <laughs> using a blank sheet mm -hmm. and put it behind my character sheet for. That's exactly what I but did. But whoever it is that Rokane loves the most is in danger. In danger. How are we expected to fight these things exactly? You have new I, skills. And I, well, and I have equipment. Uh, he runs out really quick. He comes back and you all get your starting equipment. And for our podcast so listeners, Zealous Game. Look at it. <laughs> Why don't I get armor? <laughs> so part of what I can do is I can sense a little bit what's awakening in you. Armor won't benefit you. Great! I, I'm going to go into a fight with no armor. Great, yeah, alright. <laughs> Hopefully you have ranged then. Um, Was his sword in that equipment that he gave back? Yes, he okay. gave you back your sword. It's immediately on his hip. Then I suppose... 
post we don't have much choice for Kane lead the way uh, I don't like this either zealous I, I, I still don't get how we're supposed to fight these things you fight them using your instincts in the best you have I can't the best way to know is to learn I did watch an arrow get disintegrated by one of them when it struck it. Really? Yes. But oh. it did hurt it. It hurt it, but then it immediately dissolved. So how does this thing work? You what? crush it. He just fucking crushes it right then and there. And Rokane disappears, and I'm guessing you two follow? Yeah, Egan will hesitate for a minute, kind of glance between Caxus and Zealous, and then crushes as well. Zealous is going to be like, oh, this is so stupid, and crush the ball. All right, and I think that's a good time to go into a break. We'll see you guys in a bit. Welcome back! Uh, in between, on the break, uh, more gems were given. Cody uh, got one more... Blue one. Blue slash white. And Blue slash white, yes, excuse me. A white one, technically. And Muzz got one more red slash black. I got a yep. rock. <laughs> you didn't get shit! Oh. <laughs> I was channeling a little bit of Charlie Brown there. I know. <laughs> so yeah, we left off of Rokane squishing his teleportation ball, and then Egan and Zealous following suit to follow to Rokane's most important person. Okay, Rokane, who were you thinking of? Mariven. Mariven, of course. of course. So, you were thinking of Mariven, and you were taken to the most obvious place to find him. The Black Dragon, I'm assuming. The Black Dragon. Um, Which is a, sh- a shop, not an actual Black Dragon. <laughs> no, it's yes, a the black... cafe library type thing. Yes. Uh the Black Dragon, so you are all transported on a very busy street. Um, zealous, more busy than I've ever seen. Than you've ever seen, because this is Morkota, uh, a part of the continent that is all the hustle and bustle, and it's it's the New York, basically, of, of Gita. <laughs> do, do we just pop up in the middle of the street? Kind of in an alleyway. Oh, okay. So we're not in immediate danger of getting run over by something. No. <laughs> even even to you, uh, Egan, this is this is a busy. Because like you come yeah. from a busy town, <laughs> but a town, not a not a more people than street kind of city. Yeah, this is this is like the port city, but like kind of on crack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah, it's just hustle and bustle. No one even really notices you. Everyone's kind of consumed in their back, uh, their own day and their own problems. Um, and you look up and you're in the alley directly across the street from this like little cafe that has the Black Dragon in front. While we're still putting on the shit that Texas <laughs> gave us. <laughs> I feel like Rokane was pretty proficient in putting on 
his gear. Yeah, surprisingly, sure. compared, yeah, compared yeah, to Yeah, go two. figure. Yeah. Did I get different clothes from him? <laughs> yes, you got clothes. You got clothes. Shirt. <laughs> I gave you a shirt. I gave you new pants. I gave you a towel. <laughs> You're not wet and shirtless anymore. I'm not taking off my pants to put on different pants out here in the public. No, that's fair. <laughs> you, just, you just got pressed digitated dry. It's fine. Before we got sent on our way. Um, I mean, being wet was not an issue to him. Being shirtless wasn't an issue to him. <laughs> that most of the time anyways. That's weird. You trollop. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty hoe. <laughs> <laughs> You gentlemen of the night. <laughs> but Rokane will definitely look both ways before just running straight across. Not running, but walking. But yeah, Vokane... definitely uh, has to turn even more now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Vokane walks with that confidence of a city kid when they cross the street. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, like small town people kind of wait until the... Le- you, you're just, you know, they wait until they see it. Whereas I city kids, right they just through, go... Yeah. They know I have the right of way. (laughs) I think Egan kind of has his head on a swivel, but is like, I normally use the word scamper. Egan is not a scamperer. Uh, (laughs) Just kind of quick walks behind him to keep up. (laughs) Yeah, I think Zealous tries to fall and goes, shit, and backs up out of the way of something or another and is having a harder time getting across the (laughs) frickin' street. Sorry, I should that... have held your hand across the street. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need my hand held. This is just unusual. One where you stop because you see people like walking towards you. You don't know if you need to go this way or that way. Well, there's cards and people. Yeah. And like like me said, this is a lot more than I've ever been used to. Zealous is having a little bit of culture shock at the same time. <laughs> loud. Just walks as one car goes. And then has to stop and wait. And be like, oh my god. I don't think he put on a shirt. No, you're still shirtless, (laughs) you fucking weirdo. (laughs) Y'all ran across the street. He didn't have a time to just stand there and put on a shirt. I think he shoved everything into the bag and started trying to follow. That's fair. (laughs) He's going to push open the door to the store. Uh, You push it open. One of Mervyn's employees is behind... The counter recognizes you and goes, "Oh, okay. what, what, what happened? Where's Where's Mariven? Oh, um, when uh, he's out for the day. Where? Uh, the The library. Fuck. I'm assuming that's across the fucking. Yeah. Uh, fuck it. Just turns around, and <laughs> walks right. <in. laughs> like, oh, oh, he just wait. wait what happened to you? <laughs> Zealous just manages to get across the just street kind of as y'all come out. <laughs> Sorry, thank you, and then follows after Rokane again. <laughs> I'm Lucky guessing Leo you guys is. are going as quick as you can. Rokane is probably moving a lot faster before it dawns on him. Like, fuck. I've got people with me. Like, first time ever turns around to address you two. Hasn't talked to you yet. Well, besides you. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. If, it, if it helps, Egan is used to corralling children, and this isn't much different, so he, like, <laughs> catches Zealous when they come back out. It's like, he's going this way, and it's like, keeping up with the other toddler that's ahead of him. <laughs> and I will say, you guys immediately, 
quickly realized, like, when you were running away from your monsters, you were all running out of steam. Mm-hmm. You're not running out of steam as easily. You're you're keeping pace. You're keeping stamina. It's, uh, uh, looks at, looks up at, at you. At the two just towering <laughs> just, just, just over you. Both of us. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, just stick close to me. I'll find a way through fast as possible. Just just follow me. All right. And Where are we going? To the library. <laughs> and he turns around, just zooms off, but makes sure that you guys are. Following. close yeah. to him yeah yeah, yeah i think zealous gives egan a confused look <laughs> egan's just apparently whomever we're looking for is at the library i'm not sure <laughs> okay and then yeah um, continues following after rocaine sticking close to egan because jesus fuck he figures out if he can stay close to the lying guy probably figure out how to get through these streets <laughs> And he'll probably take some alleyways that can get him through faster. Yeah, like but... you used to go out to this library all the time. You yeah. know, you know the way. There's probably lots of. Just... Oh, excuse me. Uh, excuse me. I got. I got to party. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry. So sorry. Excuse us. Excuse us. Yeah, there are some people clearing away for you because Egan, you make quite the sight. Mm-hmm. This is more of a city, so like, unlike in your town, you're not like the lonely Onan, but still. Large furry people are a uh, super common sight, I imagine. <laughs> not super. <laughs> not not outside of certain conventions. Um. <laughs> Rude. Damn. Um. So yeah, I imagine you're just with full. wearing uh, Rokane's insignia, family insignia. Would that cause more to come to him or separate away from him? I mean, people know you. You travel the streets a lot. Um, But you're also, like, you're a desperate guy right now, and you look it, and you also have a bloody bandage over your eye. Um, People are more confused than anything, so it's not really, they're not giving you birth, but they're also not approaching you. Separate so I can get through. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, But people are are concerned, um, but they're not approaching you, at least. And they're. Because you look like a desperate man and you're running like a desperate man, it's kind of that automatic thing of just like, whoa, you know, kind of moving to the side. Um, And then followed closely by a large lion man. (laughs) Looks like I'm being chased by two. Yeah, that's kind of (laughs) true. It looks like we're being chased by a Leonin and a tiefling. (laughs) Oh, no, they hurt the ambassador's son eye. Somebody get the constable. Um, the constable. Uh, that's not going to be good because, yeah, he got a bandage and you're covered in blood. Yeah. Oh, I imagine some of the blood's at least covered up pulling on the leather to a degree. With what but... other armor you have on yeah. top of all of it as well. Uh, but you do reach the library and instantly you know, not that you're too late, but that they're already attacking. You hear screams from inside. He's rushing in, just slams the door open. Everybody will initiative. First initiative roll of the campaign. Woo. Woo! And that's a soft 20. Good job, Egan. I got a 17. I rolled a 14. I rolled a 17. Hey. <laughs> you said a 17 for Rokane? Yes, total. I got a 16. Nice. Nice. That's got some good rolls for our first, like, actual. For our first combat. Yeah. Yay. And then how many... Because you might need to be making enemies. Yeah, how many? You have three kind of one enemy and one of a different kind. Okay. okay. Is it three? 
Icklings? Uh, they're not Icklings. Icklings. Um, I'll just tell you the stat block I'm using. Three Mastiffs. Okay. But they're like Icor-infused Mastiffs. Yeah, so three Ink Puppies. Yeah, I'm three just putting down puppies. Dog 1, 2, and 3. And then you have an Ink Warg. A war okay. Warg. Yeah. Like the Lord of the Rings warg. Yeah, W O R G. Okay. Sorry. And then on a break I already rolled their initiatives. Cool. <laughs> I've got nice. them written down, so tell me. Alright, the warg rolled a fourteen. Okay. Ink puppy one rolled a seven. <laughs> Ink puppy two rolled a twenty two. Damn. Ink puppy three rolled a fifteen. Okay, so let's see. That is dog two with a twenty-two. I'm so sorry. Uh, dog two is a twenty-one. I I uh, did math wrong. Do you have your calculator? I do, but it was such easy math that I'm like, I can do it in my head. But oh, I mix for now going yeah. into combat. Okay, so dog two got a twenty-one. Egan got a twenty. Rocaine got a seventeen. Zealous got a 16. The Warg got a 14. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it'd be Dog 3 with a 15 and then the Warg. Dog 3 with a 15. Warg with the 14. And Dog 1 with the 7. And for our placards, uh, Ink Pup 1 is blue. Hold on. I gotta erase the text. Sorry, sorry. I have one. We've got a we got a map in front of us that we can write and put up things on. Um, sorry, who's what now? Ink pup one is blue. Blue. Okay. Two is red. Red. Three is pink. Pink. <clears throat> and the warg is clear. Clear. Yeah. Let me move Caxus because he's not here. Yeah, the little bitch sent us here. So good luck, bye. <laughs> He's not allowed to leave unless it's to retrieve you. That seems shitty that we are not allowed help. Yeah. <laughs> also, you're totally retrieving us. You just don't retrieve us instantaneously. Yeah, you're just you're just you're just coming to pick us up, but we have to finish our play date first. That's fine. I and then at the, the end of the initiative orders, I'm just gonna put the commoners. That's fair. That are like in there. Because some of them might be fighting back. No. <laughs> Rokane's trying to think of ways he can use prestidigitation to fuck with his enemies. Uh, sounds? Glitter sparkles sounds. in your face! Yeah, but there's like a, you can, you can create grass. shower of sparks. Fresh cut grass! <laughs> uh. We all enjoyed the D&D movie, just so our listeners know. This has what? probably been out for months and months and months and months now by the time this podcast gets released. Probably about a year at that point. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Anyway, what's the library set up? What what map do we need to draw? Maybe sixty by sixty. I like sixty by sixty. Okay. Do you want to so, put like bookshelves in there as well, or no? Tables. Yeah, there are tables and bookshelves. And... Well, somebody draw a sixty by sixty square, yeah. and That's then all twelve s- by twelve. Yeah, because like it's decent, but it's not like a huge library with multiple levels. Or... Well, once you start sticking bookshelves in there, the the space will considerably decrease. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can draw the line over here. Thank you. How dare make Mars do it? Yeah, Mars is reaching halfway across the board because for some (laughs) reason he didn't start close to himself. I didn't. I thought it was going to be... Oh, I don't know. That's okay. So I'll say over here at the entrance. 
the insurance is over there. Yeah. I was going to use... N- uh, not that our listeners were over there is. No, because I was going to be like, oh, it's it's south. Or not south. Well, I mean, sure, south. it's south. That's south now. Sure. Por que no? <clears throat> south. North. Which would make this east. 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 And that weast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got a 10-foot door over on the south wall. Not quite in the Clarissa. center, but close. Also in the southwest corner, we've got a big curved librarian desk that we've put in. Now up on the north wall, closer to the corner, about 10 feet out of the corner from northeast corner, we've got a square. I'm not sure what it's supposed to be. Bookshelves. Those are deep-ass bookshelves. They are deep-ass bookshelves. I'm thinking they're like... On each side, you can kind of walk through here, walk through yeah. here, walk through That's there. That's fair. Okay, so it's just we won't be walking through them. Most likely not. Yeah. So the bookshelves look like ten by ten, but with space, you know, between yeah. them to walk through. We've got near the centerish a big circle, a table, a table and chairs. So we're we've got our round table for the Knights of the Round Do Table. Mm-hmm. Go over there, or no, you can't. Over on the east wall, more bookshelves. How dare it have books? And, and another table. In the northeast corner, round. And another oh. table in the west side. You're halfway between the bookshelf and the de- librarian desk over there. And then in the southeast corner, oops, it's noon, we've got another set of bookshelves. Sure. I feel like one more table. Is this not good? Kind of yeah, here, right there. Oh. Maybe not a very big one. Yeah, could be like a smaller private table. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Sure. So we got a smaller kids' table not too far out from the librarian's desk. Okay, now let me play. So the, the librarian enemy. can go shh at them. Yes. And those are our baddies. Also, could I get like just some bases to like put civilians? Uh, you'll have to specify which one's one Maruben. So I can make it your boy. There we go. Thank you. What was that last part? Part aside from make it your boy, red. Yeah. Make one red so like oh, I dropped Marivan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean we do already have a red, but that's a, a that's an enemy. Yeah. yeah. There's Marivan. He's on top of a bookshelf. God <laughs> Poor buddy. There's a kid on top of a table. Oh no! A child. <laughs> Two more on top of a table. How these tables don't seem very useful to be avoiding these. Yeah, they're like they're civilians. Oh, three feet high. <laughs> well, no, but that's all they can do. They're civilians, and they're sort of whacking them with books. <laughs> and these two behind a desk. I, or even I could see these two more have flipped the table, and are kind of because they're mostly focused on poor Ruben. The clear one is the ward. So, yeah, so what Nee has is Mariven on top of a bookcase, two civilians on top of a table, a child on top of the child's table, and then presumably the librarian and another patron over on top of the librarian's you. desk. Because you care about Clarissa, too, just yes. as much. And, like, you care about your people, so, like, they're going after other people, but the main... We've got the warg trying to get Mariven, with and also Doggy actually. 2. Doggy one is, is going, going for after the child. the child. We know where fucking Egan's going first. <laughs> and then uh, dog three is over at the librarian. I will desk. say that's Clovis of the librarian, and that's another child she's trying to protect. 
Oh, cool. Two children. So Clarissa, the librarian, has a child with her over at the librarian's desk with dog three attempting to kill them. Fantastic. And is that just an extra piece there on the map? Yeah, that's just... I just grabbed a handful and threw them. I rolled for how many civilians would be in there. Oh, well, hey, you grabbed a pretty decent hand, correct handful, then. Nice. I'm assuming Uh, it's kind of... Yeah, yeah. it's got to be Rokane in front. (laughs) Rokane in front, Egan close behind. Egan and Zealous right there. Yeah, Egan, Zealous is like... Ah, yeah, Zealous is kind of not totally being dragged along behind the... <laughs> I have completely forgotten my description of Mavivin. He was cute. He was, he was a cute. I remember boyish, like, you know, boy next door looks, and now he's kind of filled out, not as much baby fat and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what I can't remember is his race. <laughs> Wasn't he a C-elf? C-elf. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I remember he had black hair. Yeah, black hair, mm-hmm. blue skin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, Rokane, you come in. Do we? Do you need anything else up Oh, here? yeah. Might want to put you guys in order. It'd be Egan, Rokane, Zealous. So they are in order, just our enemies need to go in between them. But I only have one, so it would... It's so fine. It's just you guys. This is where we need to get the... The, the pegs, yeah, the binder clips. Ones, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, on top of Nee's DM screen, we've got some really cool little, what would you call those? Cards with our character names and on the other side, information for Nee for quick reference. Like our AC, our passives, Mm -hmm. our hit points, etc, etc. And the cards are specific to like classes, so we got the rogue, the fighter, and the sorcerer up there. But all right, yeah, I'll describe the scene as you... As we're running into it, yeah. You run in. It's it's your typical library. It's a bit in tatters right mm-hmm. now. Some bookshelves have kind of been tipped. Uh, there's uh, two people sort of hunkered down. Like, they put a table in front of them. Like, they flipped it on its side, and they're just huddling behind it, because they don't know what else to do. Yeah. Get from the beast and go around. I was going to say, have, the, have the table up, and then, like, the chairs in front of them. Yeah. Try to <laughs> table up, in. chairs. Like, they, they, they've made use of... Yeah. They've basically trapped themselves. They're not trying to do anything. Um, These are adults? Yes. Okay. The child's just kind of crying on the table and throwing um, crayons at Poop. this inky dog because it's a child that's fair yeah um clarissa is the librarian uh is is trying to um whack off the no (laughs) 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 you don't want to hurt me (laughs) trying to wording wording to like bop smack. the dog, smack the dog away, and trying to get the child to run to her. Why do I see her having a ruler as a weapon? <laughs> Just <laughs> <laughs> it's a yardstick. She gets a range. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it it is like a, a yardstick. Yeah. Just. <laughs> And she's trying to encourage the other child. The other, uh, another child you hear, like, crying, but he's underneath the desk. The librarian's desk is much bigger. It offers much more cover. Mm -hmm. Um, And over on top of a bookcase, throwing down books at it with a little more force. Because, like, he he does do stonemasonry as a hobby. He's he's pretty strong. Not like, but. (laughs) Yeah. He's commoner strong. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, he's with force throwing down books at the the ink puppy. And the warg is over there, too. Yeah, the warg is terrifying him. Like, he's trying to hit the warg, but he's not managing it. Because, yeah. like, they keep shaking the bookshelves. So he keeps like, uh huh, like he he would be hitting them if it wasn't for. But Wiggle like, wobbles. he's not about to get down so he can hit them better. No, I don't blame you. And as you come in, all of them they're going to continue attacking because this drew you out. Yes. But like, they all look at you, and then it's like you can almost see in all these creatures' eyes, it worked. Oh, Fantastic. It's almost like they were playing with and keeping these people alive because then they'd have leverage over you. Because mm-hmm. now you're going to be worried about keeping commoners alive. And uh, before you ask, Cody, because I know Egan's going to ask when it comes to the child, that... Um, Take it for an ally thing can be applied to NPCs. You already read my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you spell Mariven's name? Uh, M-A-R-I-V-E-N. Okay. Thank you. I just wanted to note down where we can place it and things we were fighting. So that is Mastiff 1. Where did I put Mastiff 1? He's attacking the child. He's attacking the child. Well, it's not Mastiff 1. It's Dog 2 at the top. Well, oh, Dog 2. I I have, yeah, my 2 is written a little weird. Ah. Then uh, Ink Puppy 2 is after Mariven. Yeah. Okay. Gonna try to jump up to get a bite. Definitely going to hit with a 16 on the die, and Mavivin is a commoner. Yep. Mavivin gets a hell of a bite. He like he was reaching down to hit it with a book, and the, the ink puppy uh, jumped up and just bit down, and he went, ah! And... Screams Mariven's name. <laughs> yeah. That's Egan. Uh, we're running in with Rocaine and uh, yeah, sees the dude screaming, but also sees child in danger. Like so literally right in front of him. Literally too. right in front of him. So yeah, he's gonna head up to Ink Pup One. You want to be? Is right this up? the dog? Yes, yes, that's a dog. The red one's the, the dog. He technically can't reach from that one. I'm there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, just kind of beside the dog is fine. And he's pulling out both his daggers because that's the only weapon he d- actively knows he knows how to use. And we'll stabby stab. 14? That hits. Hey, cool. Four... Ooh, max damage. Seven piercing damage. That was quite a toss on your D4. <laughs> and then he's gonna bonus action offhand attack for soft 20 to hit for four damage. Nice. 
So yeah, Egan runs up. How would you like to kill it? I already get to kill it! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and this is number two, right? One. One. Ew. Yes. So yeah, Egan sees child in danger and immediately just runs in, probably stabs his first dagger in at its like shoulder because it's focusing on the child, not on him. And then when it rip whips around, his offhand comes out, probably just stabs it in the throat. <laughs> yeah, you watch as this thing uh, just snarls at you and then like almost sort of curdles and melts like it's still on the floor in a form of a dog but it just like almost looks like a puddle as a of a dog (laughs) it looks like a decaying dog it looks like a decaying dog (laughs) great uh the child is crying fair yeah and he's immediately like it's all right it's all right i've got you it's okay i know it's scary right now (laughs) such a dad he is a dad (laughs) (laughs) do you have my brown marker over there okay. uh, oh yeah i got another blue one i got another it's in my blue my gem mind. thank you <laughs> and that'll be egan's go that was this movement action bonus does it make it rocaine's turn uh, that is rocaine's turn all right cool we're action dashing i don't do you need a dash to get that far to get over there yeah ah He's saying fuck them kids. He he's going for his boy. <laughs> yeah, Egan's gonna help the kid probably get behind the desk. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> then he's gonna bonus action um shield bash. Which I assume is just a wooden shield. Up what, to you. What did what did Caxus have to give us? Caxus had either, so it would have been your preference. I feel like a metal shield would be too heavy to go. So like with leather armor and stuff, a wooden shield's fitting. Okay, that's fair. You know. So that means it's a D4. We have a rule here. We can tell you about one of our homebrew rules. As a bonus action, if you'd like, you can do a shield bash. Uh, if you have a wooden shield, that's a D4 of damage. If you have a metal shield, it's a D6. So yeah, it's our own little homebrew rule. If you're wielding a shield, you can use your bonus action like a normal offhand attack to bash with it. Because it just made sense uh, to us. It's mm. roll plus... It's uh, d20 plus your strength plus your prof. And then one d4. just Yeah, and just a flat d4. Which is fine. Because offhands don't get ability modifiers unless you're proficient to weapon fighting. So he's going to roll to hit. We're probably at disadvantage as well. Hmm? Eye. Disadvantage, oh, yeah. yeah. And As Rokane of... is very recently blinded, most yeah. attacks will be made with disadvantage at first. Arguably, he is really just throwing himself at the enemy to get its attention. Yeah. Just shield bash because he has it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was a 16 for a 19 for the first roll. Uh, which one Ooh. are you going after? Uh, whatever this one is. Warg. The warg. The warg. And at disadvantage, your second roll is? An 8 plus 3. So 11. 11. Does 11 hit? does not cool he just throws himself <laughs> against it it doesn't do anything would you yeah. like to describe what happened i feel like he just bounces off of it he <laughs> didn't put enough weight behind it just kind of throws it and just like bounce his depth perception is a little off as he just comes charging in towards the scream of mariven and it's then just kind bit. of like stumbles into the war more than bashes into the war but yeah sh- sh- short 
sword and shield drawn. He was trying to get its attention. That's all all it was. All right, that is Ink Puppy 3, who is at the desk with... It's Zealot. Oh. I didn't put Zealous's name down. Yes, it's <laughs> Jesus. Thanks. <laughs> you're talking about how you couldn't do shit, so you're just not here anymore, apparently. I, I guess. I, 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 fades I, someone away. started yelling at you out front for not wearing a fucking shirt. Like. <laughs> Common decency in the town. Come on, in the city. Really? Is it a rule that nobody can not have a shirt on? No, but no shirt, no shoes, no service. I'm not trying to get serving. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so okay, then it's Zealous's go after okay. Yeah, so he's gonna you know run into the door as everybody else is too. See Egan just stabbing at a melting dog. See another dog over there. Be like, you got that one? Yes, go help Rocaine. Yeah, because he sees there's two over there. And then yeah, I guess I will have to fucking dash over there. Let's just want to right, shoot. Fucking spin and fall. <laughs> Your wet feet slip on the floor as Artemis knocks their token over on their mouth. I think he's dry now. Uh, no, he doesn't know what the fuck magic he can do. Caxton was not helpful. That's fair. But just the panic well up inside of you and something burst forth. <laughs> I don't think no, not at this moment, That's honestly. That's fair. He does know how to use a knife slash dagger, technically, but that Stop falling over, Zealous! <laughs> ran into me. I can't even see. Uh, Come on. Wolf of Focus is having technical difficulties. <laughs> With it's my just, hands. It's just the ADHD. <laughs> I guess so this will then be bonus action. Try to do an offhand attack. That's an 18 on the dice, and that's still plus my proficiency. For your offhand? Yeah. Yeah, your attack bonus is the same. It's just your damage doesn't take any. Okay, so that's an 18 plus 4 to hit. And you're going after the... Warg. It's the bigger, scarier-looking thing, I'm assuming. Yes. Then, yeah, the bigger, scarier-looking thing. Three damage. So, yeah, Zealous comes running in, sees Egan killing Puppy, makes sure he can handle other Puppy over there by the desk because he can see off across the room. Rocaine sliding basically into the warg shield first and another ink puppy over there and this poor guy getting his hand chomped off by the warg no so it's the dog that bit him not the warg yeah oh i'm sorry the dog chomping his head yeah. off, hand, head off <laughs> <laughs> <He's headless now. laughs> chomping his hand off that's you that you just flicked over yeah, he's giving up he's dead <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I think he comes running up, kind of skids to the stop at the same time as his his dagger just plunges straight down into the warg's uh, back, kind of by the hip area. Just bam! Oof. God, oh. he doesn't know what fucking magic he can do, besides the ray of frost. Uh, so that's going to be Ink Puppy 3 now. Yes. Who is at the librarian's desk? Clarissa. Ink Puppy 3 is going to try and bite the librarian. Oh no. Clarissa. No. Eh. <laughs> I mean, like, sad, but. Yeah, Volcane does care about Yeah, that. but there's someone else more important. <laughs> but the love of his life that he hasn't totally acknowledged, just the love of his life is here. Just not 20 on Clarissa. Oh my oh, god! No! 
of Ultra Nat 20. Now we can do that too. Um, and rules for us is rules for DU. <laughs> Uh, we max any potential damage that the roll can do, and then we roll the damage die. Yes. So it's max plus a roll. That way, if you roll two, you know, d12s, you don't get two ones, hopefully. So <laughs> Clarissa is, like, reaching out to you. She's like, give me the child. I'll keep him safe. And as she's leaning down, this mastiff veers up right to the neck and rips no! out her throat. Poor and Clarissa child being traumatized by this. <laughs> and Clarissa drops to the floor, and you hear the child, both children, just go, Miss Clarissa! Oh, no. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Blood pouring down the side of the librarian desk now. Yep. And and the the ink puppy. <laughs> I say, this is what happens when we're allowed to nickname things. I guess we for give them future such threatening names. For using the crystals to make a reroll happen, can that affect the enemies as well? Yeah, because remember one was... Yeah, one is... Does that need to be, I have to be near it for it to happen? or can No, it... so it's either you get a reroll for yourself or you get a reroll for an ally. Yeah. yeah. It's so like a... if Clarissa had had to make a save. Oh. I thought I could, because I guess my notes weren't proper then. Because I just have... Uh, Grants a reroll, which grants for I guess would ally. be for yeah. Ally. Yeah, a uh, black gem is for yourself. A white gem is for an ally, Dang. and those can be on anything. Yeah, saving rolls, mm-hmm. attack rolls. I was just hoping that I could help enemies. her. Yeah, it's just not a silvery barbs of enemy reroll. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, Sorry, uh, and then you see the mastiff turn to you. Just again, uh, Egan. Sorry. Turn to Egan. Mouth dripping in blood. They look Hmm. very similar to the dire wolves, but smaller. Mm -hmm. And just. Yep, there's there's some gentle flashbacks of, oh, I died like four hours ago. (laughs) (laughs) And just. But in this instance, since protecting child being growled out, he probably snarls back. Um. Big lion man. <laughs> then that's the wog's turn. It sure is. Who is now being surrounded by Rokane and Zealous. Who got kind of whacked in, I think, he did the head with the shield a little bit and then got a stab right down there on the yeah, head. I feel like it was a body check with the shield. <laughs> yeah. Like he didn't like try to hit. It was more of a push body into it. Yeah. yeah. Shield bash. <laughs> Well, that's a 16 to hit you, Zealous. What's he doing? Uh, He is going to bite you. Ow. Delicious. But I don't want to be bitten. <laughs> I'm going to use my reaction for my fighting style to uh, deflect 1d10 plus proficiency bonus of damage. That's good, because I rolled well. <laughs> okay. And depending on how much I roll. You would have taken eight damage. Uh, cool. He takes no damage because I rolled a seven plus two for... Oh, nice. Yeah, I didn't roll amazingly, but I rolled well considering you have nine hit points. That I'm a squishy sorcerer. So even though you're on his blind side, you see his, his shield just reach out and just slam into the face. 
<laughs> on the wall. The wall goes to lunge at you and the just gets bopped. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think Zell is kind of real back. Like, oh, fuck! Oh, thanks! <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, the commoners will go. Because, um, yes, dog one is dead now. Yes. Some children. Clarissa can't do shit. Clarissa, Clarissa can't do shit because she's. Clarissa would have gotten the child. Um. I'm actually upset she's dead. <laughs> uh, so the sad. child, they're not going to. I, think, I yeah. think the child on the desk is going to get on you. That's fine. Yeah, just like climb on Abuse. his back and hold on real tight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming Egan would. Yeah, he'd absolutely allow it. Like, yeah, stay close and hold tight. Piggyback yeah. this. Piggyback this child. Uh, the ones who are hiding. I feel like it's a mother and like a teenage boy. Mm. So like it may, like they. It's not that they don't want to help. They just there's not a lot they can do. There's yeah. not a lot they can do. Just and a mother is protecting her son, which is fair. And there's nothing actively threatening them at the moment. So. Exactly. Um, and then Mervyn's gonna really really hard throw down a book. I'm guessing Ink Puppy because that was the one that at did. Ink Puppy, yeah. And that's a three on the die. <laughs> he did just get his arm kind of mauled. It's yeah, fair. so like it hits, but it's there's just no force behind it. Thump. Just bounces off the dog's head. <laughs> Back up to Mastiff Two. Yes, that's the one on top of or trying to get Mervin. Yeah. Um, who now has two new tasty targets. Who now has two new tasty targets. Technically, uh, Zealous is just adjacent to it. He would have to move around to get to Rokane. Yeah. He oh, could yeah. go for Zealous, though. We could go for Rokane as well. He'd if he wanted take to. Take a little more movement. Yeah. I'm perfectly okay. But I am diagonal, too. Yeah. He I'm literally just has to, to see turn and goes. bite Zealous. <laughs> it's going to go for Zealous. That makes sense. Yeah. Hey, as long as it's not that one. Thanks. You'll be okay. <laughs> An 11? Uh, no, actually. That does not hit me. Yay. Yay. I told you you'd be okay. <laughs> I, I feel like it, as Rokane's up with the shield blocking the war, the other ink puppies turn around to bite, but that's when Zealous is stumbling back. So, you know, air, uh, like, Mouth just snaps on Ayer's leg, just barely manages to move yeah. out of the way. Just in time. you like feel the hot breath of it on you. Mm-hmm. I'm shirtless. Gross. Man. <laughs> Why does this offend you being shirtless so much? Nothing, I'm just picking on you. <laughs> Is he sure armor would it be useful for me? <laughs> As he feels dog breath, really get his way. (laughs) So yeah, he'll move around the kitty table to get in front of the ink puppy with with the child now on his back, and will attempt to get in a square. Egan, no, (laughs) you can't put Egan in a box. And is going to attempt to stabby stab. That's uh, eighteen to hit. That hits for six piercing damage. And then offhand, he's going to stabby stab for 14 to hit. That hits for four damage. 
How do you want to kill it? Ooh, nice. Yay! (laughs) So again, he kind of circles around, and the first one probably comes up kind of under the chin. Chin, yeah, the jaw as it's snapping at him. And then again, the other just kind of swings in from the side, probably into the side of the throat. As it once more, I imagine, melts to the ground like the first one did. Yes. And then and then he is going to set the child behind the desk and go, sit with your friends, stay close, stay down. They immediately just the hug each other and they're sobbing. <laughs> that was Ink Puppy 3. Yes. And then... That was roughly... These things are scary and we just keep calling them ink puppies. I swear, you guys, they're scary. It's just like in Transplaner how they get called chicken boys the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Or corn cuties. So that was, what, let's say 5, 10, 15, 20 movement to get over there, Uh, I'm just imagining, though, when you stab it under the jaw, its teeth just go... Really loudly <laughs> click together, and so yeah. Let's let's spend my last fifteen movement to head back towards. Yeah, that's fine. Turn him around so he's not running backwards. <laughs> Just jogging backwards, <laughs> keeping an eye on the kiddos. Yeah, um, and probably makes a mention to the two that are hiding. Like now's your time to run if. <laughs> the front of the library is open. Make your time to escape. And that'll be it for Don't look at the dead body of the librarian. She's the behind the desk. It's just the children being traumatized by that. Oh, I thought she <laughs> fell down the front of the desk. I feel like she's over the desk. Oh, okay. That's what I was <laughs> That's thinking, fair. too. Kind of just slumped over the desk. Um, but, yes, just these. You, you run off and... The I'll say that the the warg mm-hmm. looks a lot more like the direwolves, just like a little bit more of an amorphous blob, but again, shifting and bubbling and sort of moving. Um, the mastiff is like a smaller version, like unsettling as fuck. No, yeah, it's fine. Egan's just tanking this fight now. <laughs> Egan is the DPS. Um, <laughs> protective Papa instincts coming into play here. I've managed to make sure you didn't get hurt, and that's yeah. all I've done. No, thank all you. Right, that I was helpful. It. Yeah, well, absolutely. That would have taken you down to what? One, two? <laughs> Not well. <laughs> so, yeah, then that makes it Rokane's go? Yep. Okay. Um, he will try to attack with his short sword on the warg. No. Uh, what did you roll? I rolled a three and a six for a total of a uh, eight. You know what? That doesn't hit. Okay, well then we're going to bonus action shield bash for a ten to hit because I rolled a seven and a fourteen. That does not hit. Cool. He just goes to swing. Again, still has no... Depth perception. perception, Probably way too high. That's the thing. Like, your aim would be true, but you're aiming, like, too high or you're not going far enough because, like, you you have no no depth perception. So, yeah, he swung, and he probably, like, on the backswing, like, took a step back to use his shield, but he was too far away, so he just swings it wide. (laughs) (laughs) And, um... Yeah, I think Zell is going to yell at you, Closer! Get closer! I can't see! 
Come on, I told you. Yeah, you, you, you tried to remove him from the top volcano. Run. No. <laughs> I love the conviction in that. No. <laughs> you already ran no. once. <laughs> that was more so of a. I already ran once. I won't do it again. At least not for him. <laughs> fuck, my, fuck my surrogate dad but the boy I love no I'm staying for him <laughs> he's starting to feel like shit for leaving <laughs> this fair. would be uh, in the prologue <laughs> yeah uh, zealous me yes okay so both Warg and Ink Puppy are focused on me right yes mm-hmm. uh Warg is bigger, scarier looking thing. I'm going to attempt to stab it. That's fair. <clears throat> I'm a sorcerer, guys. I'm stabbing things. <laughs> Woo! That's a 14 to attempt to stab the Warg. That hits. Hey! No, D4. D4. Yes. Did you not attack the Warg the first time? I did. Okay. Why? I just, the way this went, I thought you attacked, I don't know. I got confused. Oh, it's okay. fine. Uh, so that's going to be six damage to the warg. So yeah, the warg is... So, Rokane attempts to do his shield bass and completely misses, but now as the shield's pulling back, Zealous has sight on the warg. So once again, with his knife, he's coming around. He's stabbing that thing straight down into the muzzle of the warg, like right where the bridge of the nose and the head meet. Oof. Just plunging right into there and then ripping it back out. Do you want to try to cast anything? You can't cast anything. That's those that was your action. Bonus actions. Yeah. yeah. We'll try another stab. <laughs> Flip staggered offhand stabs again. Uh, ten. Does it hit? That does not hit. Yeah. So yeah, pulling it out. I'm trying to do a cool stab, but there's the teeth. They they click near my hand, and I'm like, Neh! it's like, oh shit, I don't want to be bitten. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want to be bitten by Which this is thing. <laughs> Now it is the warg's turn. It's going to just keep going for you, Zealous. Well, I did you're, just, you're hurting it. Yeah. I did just stab it in the face. <laughs> he gets on fair. his way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm useless when it comes to damage. Right now you are oh, anyway. <laughs> Says the fighter. That's the concerning <laughs> thing. That's only a 12 to hit. No. Oh, wait. No, I did the wrong. Oh. Get my hopes got, up there. Got their hopes up. <laughs> they That's get... a 14 to hit. Meets it, beats it. Okay, I will use my reaction again. Let me roll a spot for reaction. <gasps> That's 10 damage. Okay, I, we got somebody doing something over there. Uh, you, I got, I rolled a 7, so it's 9 damage blocked. You're so you only, only take one. One. Okay. Yeah, so you, again, you bring up your shield to, to push it away, but it's after, like, at least the the thing had, like, scraped mm-hmm. you. It just hadn't gotten a bite on you before Vocane, again, bops, uh, its, head bops its head away. <laughs> if anything, that makes the teeth scrape across yeah. my arm more. <laughs> I was yeah. I was, gonna say, I was thinking more so, like, goes to stab with a sword as he goes to bite down, and it just goes in his mouth. He bites on the sword, but still gets kind of pricked by one of the teeth. <laughs> that works, too. I like yeah. that. I like that. Yeah. Just kind of just... <laughs> <laughs> now it's the commoner's turn. Um, they're gonna run. Good, the mom, mom and mom and teen just dashing yeah. out. That's fine. Uh, I think the mom does go. Should I take the children? 
Yes. Yeah. You can get them out. Yes. Yeah. It was like more of a, is it safe? Yes. It's like, um, she goes, she takes the children. They all get out. Good. The only commoner in danger now is Mariven. Mariven, who is going to throw another book down. On the Mastiff. That's fair. That's a nat 20! Yay! Go Mariven! Fuck it up! I mean, I had the book only doing a straight d4 of damage, so... I mean, that's hey, that's out of 4 a plus a d4! Same as a dagger, yeah. That's all That's all Egan's been doing, and he's been killing things. That's all Zealous has been doing. <laughs> he just hasn't had as many hits as Egan. Yeah, because Egan's got two daggers, so he's going stab, stab. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had an action first time, so it was only the bonus action to attack, and then this time I missed the bonus action yeah. attack. So what happens? So he just, you know, he's still shaking his, he's basically holding his arm to his chest because it is just a bloody mangled mess. Yeah. Like, the use of this hand might be in jeopardy sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he takes a book and he goes, I don't know why you're here, but you need to leave. And just and with all the force he can muster, like, there was fear in his voice, obviously, but, like, he's trying to be brave. He sees his his dearest, oldest friend there, doesn't know what the fuck is going on, doesn't know what these are, and just, boom, bops it down on the head, and you hear it go, um, It doesn't kill it by any means, but, but it, it dazes did hurt the it. fuck out of yes, it. Yes, it yeah. is dazed. It kind of goes back, like, it was on its hind legs, jumping up, and now it's like... Oh, it was going after Zealous last time. Oh, yeah, that's right. So it was going after Zell, and now it's just sort of backs up. I like the idea that it was a really thick book that he threw yeah. too. Yeah, it was like a it was like a encyclopedia. Yeah, one of the like genealogy reference books that you're not allowed to take Mixed out of the library. It's really thick. It makes just... that really nice satisfying thud yes. <laughs> On, onto the dog's head. <laughs> but that is Dog Two's turn. I'm so sorry. It just got hurt by Mariven. Mm. I'm on my way. It only rolled a three on the die. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) So it goes again, like, his hand had just gone down, so the dot jumps up to try and bite the other hand, but this time he learned better. He's like, no! (laughs) (laughs) The dog's a little stunned, too. Seeing double on the hands. <laughs> that's fair. Egan, that's you. Oh, good. He's going to come up behind the last puppy and stab it. And now I get sneak attack damage. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a 23 to hit. Ooh, yeah, nice. yeah, that hits. That was an 18 on the die. Whoa. <laughs> Why are you flinging your D4s? <laughs> it's so much lighter than most of the dice I normally roll. Cody uh, nearly tossed it over their shoulder. So Damn. that is 11 damage. Fuck God. How would you like to kill it? Probably comes up behind it, and as it's rearing up to get Mariven, he just brings the dagger down to stab it in the top of the head. And then he'll step up next to the warg to do his bonus action to offhand it. Uh, You technically have me on the opposite side. You're flanking. Oh, thank you, because I don't think that would have hit. Oh, that's only one better. Does a 13 hit? 
Meets it, beats it. Ooh, Fuck yeah! Nice. I help somehow. Just, no, I only get it once a turn. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah, but flat two damage to the warg of. He's has he has to step over the like weird melting corpse of the ink puppy, and it's just kind of a reach around to kind of probably just scratches across the shoulder blade of the warg. It gives a dissatisfied grumble, but it's still focused on Zealous. Zealous has definitely done. That's fair. A good chunk of damage. Yeah. I just took out all of its little <laughs> minions. <laughs> all in each your own turn. Yeah, all in single turns. Yeah. Like, damn. <laughs> we only thought Egan wouldn't tank this game. <laughs> okay, and that's you. Okay. I think once Zealous learns to do magic, he might... he'll be better. Yeah. yeah. He won't be in the thick of it like this. Action short sword. Uh, nine plus five is a 14 to hit. That hits? Wow, for his first attack. No, finally. Uh, four, five, six, seven, slashing. As you yelled at him, apparently, as Get he closer. Stabbed, <laughs> he brings it back down across its, I guess, side, because it's facing towards you, not, mm. yeah. Rip your sword down its neck and yeah. everything. And we'll then bonus action shield bash to try to get his attention. Oh, yeah, and you're rolling flat now, because flanking. You rolled with disadvantage the last time. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're rolling flat now. Wow. <laughs> For a nat, nat 20, 20 on my shield, shield bash. <laughs> <laughs> All nat 20s are good nat 20. Oh, absolutely. So that's auto 4 plus 3, so 7. As he probably just brings the... the because I'm, I'm assuming that it's kind of like metal bound, mm -hmm. just on top of its head, back where you stabbed it, just oh. right on top of its jaw again. Uh, it it grown and it it is looking bad, guys. Woohoo! And yeah, that'll be his turn. Hi, Mario. Zealous, <laughs> 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 that's you. <laughs> Gonna attempt to stab it. I don't think that's going to hit. That's an 11, so no. Uh, could you argue that Mariven is giving? Mariven's up on a Mariven, but <laughs> No. That bookshelf is definitely more than five feet tall. <laughs> this is Okay, so my first attack, I whip around. Nope, it, it misses as the dog moves its head. It doesn't want that dagger in it again. But that is a 15 on the second bonus action attack. That hits. Sad. Only one damage. So, yeah, I I feel like it's not even two attacks, actually. The first attack, I'm trying to catch it. It's moving its head, so I move to try to go and, I, like, nick across its ear. Just a little mm -hmm. slice up its ear, basically. You went, went like that and kind of curved up again. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, it's moving! Let me go with it! I go, okay, I scraped its ear. <laughs> <laughs> you scraped me, I scraped you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. It doesn't, didn't really hurt that much. <laughs> Okay, just thinking like, hey, eyes on me. I. It has, it multiple, has multiple eyes. <laughs> you <Yeah>. don't. <laughs> I don't. You overall have done the most damage to it. Oh, pun. Okay. Don't worry, I'll use my reaction. It's not going to hit. Oh! Yay! That was a three on the die. So yeah, I think it comes back to snap and Zealous is once again, don't make me lean back from my mic, but Zealous will <laughs> lean back away. 
in between there's there's a lot of people around it now it's got rocaine on one side egan on the other zealous right in front of it so he's, he's struggling to move a little bit more the to get last good... it knew you guys had no abilities you hadn't activated that's fair you know so it thought it was coming into an easy fight and this is not an easy fight he's fighting with what are you talking about knife. this is the easiest fight in the world i've just marked three things in a row. <laughs> i have some training <laughs> And are missing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's not... Yeah, it's not the, oh, let's just kill everybody thing it thought it was going to be. No. Yeah. It's the, oh, no, everyone's dying on my side. <laughs> oh, yeah, my powers have activated as I just continue to stab with the knife. <laughs> That's your choice. Um, <laughs> well, I, how are you supposed to know what else to do? No, that's fair. Oh, yeah. So... Egan, that's you. Oh, I get to stabby stab again. You'll no, get to the, kill it. Oh, the, it's the warg. The warg missed. No, it's the commoners. Oh, yeah, the commoners. Uh, maybe we'll try to throw a book down. If he wants to stay hidden, he gets fine. It's like, we have this. Just keep yourself safe. Yeah, he, he kind of just stays firmly up there. So he's going to be harder to hit now. Basically take the Cover. Um, um, dodge action. Oh. Basically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nat 20! (laughs) (laughs) So, that's an auto 10, because sneak attack as well. For the roll was garbage, but that's 7, 8, so 18 damage. God, fuck you. Cody, I want you to see how much health it had left. I love it! (laughs) It had 18 health left. If you hadn't done that one damage. (laughs) That's amazing. So yeah, it just, it it snapped at Zealous and then Egan just comes through and again sweeps under and just threw the fucking jaw up into the head with his last dagger sweep. (laughs) And then it pulls it out just as it's melting into the fucking ground. (laughs) You, you, uh. Yeah, my from top. What the hell was that? And you all feel a power surge in you as you become level two. Jesus. Wow, we've already leveled up. You've already leveled (laughs) up. And with that, with a very confused Mariven, a dead librarian, Hmm. you feel the more power surge through you. And... That is where we'll end our session. All right, everyone. We had a great time. That was the first episode in the bank. Uh, Thank you for listening. Yes, thank you for listening. (laughs) (laughs) And we hope you enjoy this as much as we have. And we look forward to more episodes. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a wrap, everyone. Uh, And remember... Play to your you! (laughs) Bye. Bye! Bye! Thank you for listening to this episode of Roll for Focus from Campaign 1 Ouroboros. This episode was edited by Cody. Transcriptions are by Artemis. Character art is by Miajik, also known as Fiesta TB. She can be found at linktree slash Miajik. That's M-E-D. 
E-K-H. You can visit us at RollForFocus.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and TikTok at RollForFocus. If you want to do more to support us, for as little as $1 a month, you can join our Patreon, Roll for Focus Podcast. Get exclusive looks at character sheets, ad-free episodes, early access to episodes, monthly extra content, give fan submissions for names or items, shoutouts at the end of the episodes, and more. Hey everyone, Emery here. We're so thankful to everyone that supports us by even just listening, rating, and sharing our podcast. We wouldn't be able to do this without our audience support. And we're especially grateful to those who go above and beyond and subscribe to our Patreon. Like those that have found enlightenment and know it's best to play to your you. Like Luchik and MN House of Cats. Thank you guys so much. After you die, kill Whatever first wave. After we die. After we die? <laughs> I, I already almost done that today. <laughs> <laughs>